0: Moving on to the story, I would like to give you a one-liner for the story, the story titled The child that never was written by Maria Virginia esten They were laughing on their way back from a spin in the car out in the open was Carolyn. He loved her. She arrived one afternoon at the park where he was waiting for her and she told him that it's all taken care of. I was looking at Sirius. Just like I am now and replied. Yeah. I was little out of it. She was happy. Yes, I am free now. What a relief. Aren't you happy? He said. Yeah, yeah, well, what's wrong with you now? She said that I'm going, and I watched her stride away. Pulling on her gloves, swallowed by the subway entrance, Sirius kept on shining like a spark, sparkling diamond. I thought about God and the old curse. Be fruitful and multiply. Nowadays, nobody pays much attention to it. What with prophylactic and emotion. What do you think he thinks of his handiwork? What what does God think about his anthropoid, This overgrown monkey that dares to be intelligent enough to invent things that abrogate his eternal laws, unchangeable laws, eternal and irresistible as God himself. Did you see her again? Magdalena asked no, he loved her a lot, almost as much as And that night, he thought about how easy it is to lose someone in a city as a vast New- as, vast as New York. So I looked up, up at Sirius, shining like a tear in the sky, and drummed on the window with my fingers, thinking about. And that never was, that never become a lawyer. Ernesto cut off suddenly with a short sarcastic laugh. Mentalina meditated on Sirius and on the moon that lit up the sky and seemed to bat them in pearls. She slowly turned around, looked straight into his eyes and said, but I will love your child. Then he kissed her hand. All tenderness as in the best moments yet. Magdalena moaned monotonously on the operating table. No more please no more. The doctor snatched the blood with bits of sterilized cotton. She could smell the iodine alcohol disinfectant. Suddenly the instrument drove home and as she screamed The doctor was drying his hands as he remarked, That's all ma'am, rather, please don't make fun of me. And then she heard the calling. And then she left. Though she was still in pain, she lengthened her stride and tried to put some spring into her step as she walked along. A rage barefoot, this boy looking at her, imploringly. Magdalena bought a paper from him As she searched his face Her child was waiting for her at home Her boy The one from her marriage He came running out like always Little arms out Tripped and fell Mommy Dejected, depressed She lay down Her little boy dozed happily At her side His little brown hair head nest, nest in the pillow, she loved, sorry, she looked at him, a lovely flower rooted in her heart, now in that same heart she now felt another little one, something that could have bloomed for an innocent. in innocent, sense, just like the first one who she had allowed the surgeon to cruelly approach. But the dark had cut off in its beginning Torn from her, distraught, separate in her very womb. The little dark head had left its imprint, a small, indelible phrase, unerasable, adorable. And in the mother's soul, the little shade stretched forth his hands and cried. And she heard the child's cry, Mommy, Mommy. My poor baby, Magdalena, moaned. Pressed a fair hand on the other hand who slept on her chest, smiling and content. My poor baby, you're half frozen like a little bird. Come here and warm up. Go to sleep. Poor dear, so cold, so unloved little star, my little Russia. Poor baby, sleep. And the little shadow kept on. She thought she was going crazy, the heart of the child weeping next to her. The cloak seemed to go. She got up, walking back and forth. She remembered that afternoon, Ernesto knew about what God must think of his pious riches and what Carolyn said. It's all taken care of. She lay down again and dreamt. The sky was jet black in the depths of the night. The tremulous light of a candle came and went up and down in the darkness. Wherever it passed, bits of light came to life like in electric sands red letters, green letters and white ones and then a cold chill and everything went back. Was it limbo, there was a stirring of shadows and wings, were they newborns, then deep sighing and little sobs. Suddenly a large figure hurried by a skeleton in surgeon's costume and rubber gloves. The surgeon grabbed a package that combed and cried. She awoke in a cold sweat. She got up again, striding around the estate feverish. She peered inward in anguish. Yes, it does. But I have one already. Does it take courage to raise a fatherless diet? She asked herself, Does it? Yes, it does. But I have one already. My husband, he never had any use for him. And all I have is love, love and instinct, tenderness and impulses. In happiness and gratitude, I am not courageous, not heroic. I am happy and I what I give him, everything and nothing. He, he weeps more and defenseless as he is. Gives me his laughter, his happiness and light in his eyes. The life I first gave him. He gives me back enchantment, fantasy and poetry. He transmutes even money, the flight, the filthy home bills I get, I handle habitually, impatiently as though they were fine clothes or steam or satin. Courage is something else, terrifying, abominable, magnificent yet infernal. Courage to forego happiness, kill, Contentment destroy the enchantment, rip the veil of fantasy, turn the knife to one's very bowels and against one's life. But I will love your child. I do love you so much. Mothers are supposed to sacrifice themselves for their children. But she will sacrifice herself for him. I'll never bother you again. You will never have to listen to me. I cry. Although sometimes you'll wish you could, I'll never tear pages out of your books, never knock over and break away. You'll never have to worry about my getting sick or fret over not being able to buy me a toy. I'll never be bad or awkward or make you uncomfortable. Nice boy, the good boy, I won't bother you with my noisy games and you will never lose time brushing, washing, or feeding me. Want, to me. want me to go, I am the obedient one, no cradle, no mother goose. I'll disappear in the call in the night out there where somewhere. Want me to go, alright, I'll go, but do love you so much dear. This story is a precise and crystal clear representation of a mother's guilty conscience for having aborted a child and how the cry of that innocent soul devastated her peace of mind. Thank you.